not in the ways that their names are organized, the leaders of Israel that uh, stand together with Moshe to count the Bnei Yisrael. So over there, the order was Reuven, Shimon, Yehuda, Yisachar, Zvulun, Yosef, Ben Yamin, Don, Asher, God, Naftali. So Ha Lukim, Bavnei, So that's not the way they were divided in the stones of the Eifid. Hello, Kederach, Shachalukim, Bechum, Hashemi. But in the way they were divided in the second Chumash and Shemois in the beginning. The Brais explains, Kate, how so? The sons of Leia in order as they were born in one stone. B'nei Rochel, the sons of Rochel, Echad Mikan, Echad Mikan. One from this side and one from the other side. Ubnei Shifacha is Ba'emtza. And the sons of the Mezer is the middle. So Binyamin came on the top, Yosef was at the bottom, and the sons of the Shvachis, of Bilan Zilpa, which is Don, Naftali, God, and Asher, they were in the middle, as the order, the way they're written in the beginning of the book of Shemais. So on the second stone, uh, that was in the second stone, and the Seder is as follows, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehudu, Yisachar, Zvulon, on one, then Binyamin, Don, Naftali, God, Asher, Yosef on the other one. So how do I fulfill, the Pesach says, as the order of their birth? To tell us that they were written in the names that their father called them, that Yaakov called them, not by the way the names that Moshe called them in the Sefer Bamidbor in Pashas Pinchas. That means... Ruvain, Veloy Ruvaini, Shimon, Veloy Shimoni, Don, Veloy Hadoni, God, Veloy Hagodi. So, in all these cases, that means Kitzel Doisum, as the father named them, not like they were called later on. Ruvaini, Shimoni, Doni, Godi, but Ruven, Shimon, Don, and God. So, what do we see? That whether it's the Tanakama or Machanina Bagamliel, their order is not as Rakhana said. And the Gemara says, Tiyufta, the Rav Kahana, Tiyufta, that the Rav Kahana has been challenged, and the challenge remains a good challenge, a good kasha. So the Gemara asks, So now that the words of Rav Kahana have been pushed away, so the question is, what does it mean, half of it towards half el evil, that it says in, in Sefer Yeshua? What is the Hei Hayidiya, the fifth, the, the half? The Gemara answers, Tana, we learned in Abraise. The half that wore on the side of opposite the Hargrizim was more than those who were on the side of the Harevel. Because Levi, the elders of the tribe of Levi, were below together with the other, in between the two mountains. And this is what the meaning of the and the half was towards Evil, that means that that was special because it was less, the lesser one, the other half, and that wasn't the other side. So the Gemara asks, on the contrary, 
because Levi was below. So that means that those that were in Hargirizim had less because Levi was from those who were supposed to stand in Hargirizim. So they're not the, they're not the lesser ones. The Harevel of Hakert, the the the, the, the Hagrizim is the lesser one. The Gemara answers Hachikamar. This is what he's saying. Afal Pisha Levi Lamato, even though that the half of the Hargrizim was more, because even still, although that Levi was below, not because Levi was below. But even though that lady was below, some of the elders were below, yet the half of the Hagrizim was more because B'nai Yosef Imohim. Because they had the sons of Yosef were on Hagrizim. And they were many. How do we know that the B'nai Yosef were many? Shenemar, because the Pasuk says, Vaidab, B'nai Yosef, Yeshua Lamer, the sons of Yosef. Spoke to Yeshua saying, Madu anosatli nachalo. You gave me one lottery and one section, one piece. And I'm a great, a many large people. Yeshua. So Yeshua responded to them. If you're a little number, a great name, a lot of people go up to the to the forest and go conquer over there, as he told them. So we see from the Pasuk that they were many. What did it mean when he said to them, What does it mean? Go and hide yourself in the forest, in the place where there's no people. So that there should not dominate you an evil eye because of the fact that they were many. So they said to him, the sons of Yosef Yeshua, the seed of Yosef, an evil eye does not dominate them. Because it says, on top of the eye, the eye doesn't touch them. They don't go underneath the eye. That they means they go up in the eye, they go up and they dominate the eye, and the eye does not go up and dominate over them. Rabbi learns it out from a different posse. Because Yaakov gave the blessing to Menashe and Ephraim. So from there we see that the eye in the road does not dominate. Because over there it says, So they should be like fish, many in the land. So what does he equate them to fish? Just as fish in the water. The water covers over them. So the eye cannot dominate and rule them because you can't see them. Likewise, the seed of Yosef. The eye cannot dominate them. The Gemara goes back to explain the words of the Braise before. We learned in the Braise that there were 50 letters in the name of the tribes that were written on the shoulders of the Aphid and the Avne Shoyim that were on the shoulders of the Aphid. There were 25 letters on one stone and 25 on the other stone. So the Gemara asks, Honey Chamishim Oisius, 
is this actually 50 letters? But if you make the count, you will say, it's 50 minus 1. That is that all the letters of all the names of the tribes add up to 49. So that means that the second stone only had 24 letters because Nin Binyamin is written in the entire Torah without a Yud. It's based Nun Yud Mem Nun. Now, no Yud in between the Mem and the Nun. The Gemara answered, Amar Rabbi Yitzchok says, Rabbi Yitzchok, Yosef, achas to Yosef, there was added an additional letter in his name. Shenema, as the Pasik said, Eidus bi Yehoisef, Somoy bitseisalaretz Mitzrayim. So, when he went out there to Mitzrayim, it says, Be Yehoisev, calls him Yehoisev over there with the hay. So, his name on the stones of the aphid was also written Yehoisev. So, Maskevar Nachmar Yitzchok, Sir Nachmar Yitzchok asked, You need him as they were born. The understanding from the verse Kisol Daisom is that you have to read them, you have to write them as the names that the father called them, the one who gave birth to them. So therefore you should write them, Yosef, like the father Yaakov called them, and not Yosef, like it's named in Tilim. So the Gemara retracts from Rabbi Yitzchok's answer, the answers, Hello? In the entire Torah, Binyamin is written without a Yud. But here, that you have to write it as the Father called them. That's why Binyamin Sholem, that's why Binyamin full. You have two Yudin over there. Because the Pasik says, with the Yud over there, and that makes up the letters to 25. Omar Abchonah Barbizna says Rabbi Chonah Barbizna Omar Abshimon Chasidah in the name of Rabbi Shimon the Chasid Yosef Shekidesh Shem Shomayim Baseser Yosef who sanctified the name of Hashem in hiding in the story with the wife of Petifa that he was secluded with the with the woman in hiding. And yet he was able to stand, withstand the test, and he conquered his Yetzirah. They added to him a letter, hey, which is a letter, of the name of HaKadosh Baruch And that's what we call him Yehosef. But Yehuda, but Yehuda, Shem He sanctified God's name publicly on the Yamsuf, as the Gemara will explain, so his entire name is referenced by Hashem's name because the name of Hashem, Yudke Vavke, is included in the name, all the letters in the name of Yehuda. The Gemara explained Yosef Mahi, what is the story that Yosef sanctified Hashem's name? Because the Pasik says, By Hikayim Hazen, it was as this day. By Yavoy Habayiso, Lasu is Malachtoi. So Yosef comes home to do his work in the house of Pari. Omar Rabbi Yochanan says, Rabbi Yochanan, Melame, this teaches us, Sheshneim, Lidvara, Vedon, Iskav, that both of them, Yosef and Potiphar's wife, intended to transgress. Because even Yosef thought in the beginning that he would do an Avera transgression with her. 
And when it says he came to do melachtoi, meaning that he wanted to be with her, so when the Pasik says he came to the house to do the melachtoi, there's a machlaikis, there's a disagreement between Rav and Shemuel. Chadomar, one of them says, mamish that he came to do his work actually, actually the regular work that he would do in the house. The Chadomar once said that he actually came to do his needs, to be with the wife of Petifar. The Pasik further says, there was nobody of the house people at home at the time. So the Gemara asks, Can there possibly be that such a great home as the house of that evil person, Paitifar, who was a great officer, there should be no man over there? So they learned in the yeshiva of Rabbi Yishmoel, that that day was the day of their festival, of the... Uh, Goyim, the uh, house of Petifar, it was a day of their um, uh, holiday. And all of them went to the house of their idol worship. And she told them, the wife of Petifar, Petifar that she is sick and she cannot go along. She said, There is no other day that Yosef can be with me as this day. But this Peseyu, the Pasik says, she grabbed him in his garment, Lamer saying, We're going back. So the Gemara Rebbe Yisrael at that moment, the image of his father, Yaakov, came to him, to Yosef, and it appeared to him in the window. So his father said to him, Yosef, your brothers are destined to be written on the stones of the Eifoid. The Atobineme, you would be one amongst them. Do you wish that your name should be erased from amongst them? And you will be called one who shepherds with harlots. The Chsiv, as it says, one who shepherds and has business with the Zoynes would lose the fortune. The fortune here means his good name, which is more important than any treasure. So immediately, as the Pasik states, that what that means is that his arrow returned to its original place that it means that instead of uh, doing what he wanted to do he stopped himself, he returned and the Gemara explains the continuation of the Pasik, which is in the Brachas, where was Yosef, it says, means that they were poured out through the hands. That teaches us, that he stuck his hands into the ground, and he leaned on them. 
So in that way he would be in pain, and being preoccupied his pain, his Yetzer Hore, his inclination, his temptation will pass. And the Shekhazar went out from between his fingernails. The Posse continues there, it says, Midei Avir Yaakov. But that means, Migoram Loishi, who caused Yosef to be engraved on the stone of the Ephid, Elo Abir Yaakov. It is the strength of Yaakov, because that the image of Yaakov appeared to him, that's how he held back from doing the sin. Mishom Roya Eben Yisrael, what does that mean? The Gemara explains the continuation of the previous Pasuk. It says, Mishom Roya means Mishom Zoha. From there he merited the Roya, he became a shepherd of Israel. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, Roya Yisrael Hazino. Roya Yisrael is reference to Hashem who shepherds Israel. Listen. You lead like sheep, Yosef. And we expound this passage as if we are reading Katsoy Yosef together, which means that the Yisrael who conduct themselves as the sheep of Yosef when he fed them in Mitzrayim. So we see Katsoy Yosef, like Yosef's sheep. Uh, so Yosef, who is the shepherd, so the Pesach says, Evan Yisrael, that he merited also to be on the stones from the Avne Yisrael, from there to be inscribed, as the Gemara said before, that uh, he, um, he, he didn't want to be erased from them if he would have transgressed the event. Tanya, we learned the Nebraiser. That Yosef was fit, was deserving that twelve tribes should come out of him. Just as they have came out, twelve tribes from his father Yaakov. As it says, These are the children of Yaakov Yosef. Which means that the toilets of Yaakov should also be by Yosef. The, 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 the generation that came from Yaakov should be by Yosef. Hello. But because the Sheikh Vazera went out between the fingernails, so that's why he didn't merit it. And he lost ten children corresponding to the ten fingers. And yet, those ten that he lost, they have come out from his brother Binyamin. And all of the sons of Binyamin were called on Yosef's name, Shinamar, as the Pasik says. The sons of Binyamin was Bela, Vobecher, Ashbel. And the Pasik continues. So Bela, he was named Bela, Shinivla, Benahumis, because Yosef has been swallowed, absorbed between the nations. Bob Vecher means Bechar he was the first to his mother, to Rachel. The Ashbel means Shavikel, he was in captivity by Hashem. Geira means Shagorbach Sanyes, that he lived in, 
houses and guest houses. That means while he was in in a strange land. The Namon Namon means Shinoim Biyosi. He was very sweet. Echi Veroish means Ochi, who is my brother. Veroishu Biyom said, and he's my head. Mupim Bechupim means Hulado Bechuposi. Vanidlo Isi Bechuposi. Um, I don't know exactly with the mupim um, how that touches out here, but but it means that they didn't see each other's chup. But it means that he descended between the nations of the world. Others say that his face was appeared like a rose. When Pari said to Yosef, Without you, no man will raise his hand, etc. Which means that Pari appointed Yosef as the ruler over the entire land of Egypt. So the stargazers of Pari said to Pari, a slave whose master has purchased him for 20 kesev, because that is the amount that Yosef was sold to Ishmaelim. Tamshilehu aleinu, you're going to make him rule over us. Omar lohem, so says, I see colors of kingdom in him, in his wisdom and his strength and his beauty. Omar so they said, in Cain, if he's fit for kingdom, let him know seventy languages. Gabriel, Gabriel came with him to Shivim Loshin, and he taught him the seventy languages. So he wasn't able to study it. So he went and he added to him one name from Hashem's name that hey, the Lomat. Then he learned Shinamar, Eidus be Yehoisef Somer. That the Abishter sent, Hashem sent a letter of his name in the name of Yosef. That was an Eidus for Yosef Shaloi Choto. He placed his name to say that he doesn't, that he didn't sit. So testimony in Yosef. Did say so al Eretz Mitzrayim when he went out on Eretz Mitzrayim, and so he learned it. So in the beginning he didn't understand the languages. And the next day any language that the Ishtoyi Pari that Pari would talk to him, Adele, he would respond to him in that language. So then Yosef started talking Loshna Kodesh to Pari. So Pari didn't know what he was saying. So Pari says to Yosef, Agmeri. Teach me this language. Agmare, so he's taught him Loshi Kodesh. For the Gomar, but he couldn't succeed successfully learn it. Amarle, so he said to Yeshish, Tabalidilamagalis. He swear to me that you're not going to tell anybody that I know, don't know the language that you do know. Ishtabaloi, that's why Yeshish worth it. So later on, when Yaakov dies, and Yeshish comes to ask from Pari that he should allow him to fulfill. His father's oath to bury him in Eretz Yisrael, the Maras Machpelos, Ki Omar Lei Ovi Yishbe Ani Leimer. When Yosef says to Pare, "My father has administered an oath in telling me 
and he made it so that the kivri ashkaris the way it's kanashama tikbarin that you should bury me in the burial that I have in Mandukanan of Madalay. So Pari said to Yosef Zilit Shul Shashvasuk, go and ask the sages that they should permit you your 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 vow and to annul your vow that you gave your father. Amalei. So So then I'm also going to ask about you. I swore to you not to reveal that I know Lashon Kodesh that you don't know it, and therefore So even though Pari wasn't happy that Yosef went to bury his father, uh, so he had no choice. But go and bury your father as he has made the shvua to you because that's the only reason why he's loud. The Gemara goes back now to explain the statement that we said before that Yehuda was Mekadish Hashem's name publicly. The Gemara explains Yehuda Mahi. What is the Kiddush Hashem that he did? The Tanya, we learn that Rabbeinu When the Jews were standing over the sea, the tribes were uh, arguing one with another. This one said, I will go first into the sea. And this one says, I'm going to go first into the sea. And then he jumped. 